Welcome to Better with Dr. Erica. Don't you want to be better, do better, and live better? With 21 years of experience in human behavior, Dr. Erica will help you put the you back in your life. Now, take this time to focus on opening yourself to this experience and let Dr. Erica pour into you. And here's your host, Dr. Erica. Welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Erica. I'm a Harvard-trained, double-board-certified psychiatrist, and I'm going to bring my over 20 years of experience to this discussion today. My special guest for today is Dr. Lakeisha McMillan, and we are going to be talking about the change. Yes, I said it. We're going to be talking about all things menopause and perimenopause. We'll be discussing what actually is menopause and perimenopause, along with what are changes that you may be experiencing in your body. We'll also be discussing how to see help along with the intersections of gynecology and psychiatry with these states. You may be wondering, why do I even need to listen to this if I am not going through perimenopause or menopause? Well, this conversation is something that can be so helpful in helping you understand women that are experiencing this and put you in a place to improve your ability to empathize and support them because you will run into women experiencing menopause and perimenopause and your personal and professional life. So let's get to it. Yes, we are talking about the change up in here. Because the funny thing is, I even sit and try to think of the first time I heard of at least even menopause. And I don't even remember my family talking about menopause. It was just the change. But I'm so happy to bring someone in that is just, she's like, if you could have like the queen of the menopauses, the round, the menopauses, all the things of the menopauses, that would be Dr. Lakeisha. Also full government name, Dr. Lakeisha McMillan is super phenomenal and fantastic, but I want to give her a chance to tell you about her. I'm sure she'll say it, but not only is she the queen of hormones, but she is a board certified OBGYN. So she knows about all the things women. So Dr. Lakeisha, can you tell the peeps something about yourself? Oh, Dr. Erica, you know, I have been giddy about this talk since we decided we were going to do this again. I mean, like you said, you're one of my business besties. Love, love, love. Always coming on your platform. I am a super fan. And like you said, all things menopause, perimenopause, change. You know, that was in in whispers. And so I'm Dr. Lakeisha. I'm an integrative gynecologist, a hormone specialist, speaker, and best-selling author. And I help ambitious women who are struggling with depleting hormones through perimenopause and menopause, get their hormones balanced, regain mental sharpness, have energy all day long, and remember just how beautiful and vital they are. I do that through my concierge practice, my speaking circuit, and my best-selling book. And you can be a hormone hottie if you follow me on all social media platforms and join my hormone hotties groups either on clubhouse or here on facebook can can i just say i don't think i'm perimenopausal yet i haven't had any symptoms so leave i'm quite there and full transparency the funny thing is is we're just gonna be talking stories tonight anyway as after we've had all these talks about perimenopause and menopause and you know I, i i like following you i you know i catch your stuff Sometimes there's family trends in when you're going to go through menopause. So I call her and I'm like, I have no idea. 
when I'm going to go through menopause. And she didn't either because so many people in my family have had different procedures. So it was just one of those things where I was like, so thank you for the fact that I have no idea when I'm going to go through menopause. But, you know, I'm going to be prepared to know all the things because I have Dr. Lakeisha in my back pocket. Because one of the things, being a physician, we hear about perimenopause. But I know one of the things is, number one, a lot of people don't talk about menopause. So it's just kind of like the, the family will say the change. No one talks about what actually happens. It's this weird void that people are like, well, I can't have kids anymore. And that's like one of the biggest things they know about is like, well, I guess I won't have a period and I won't have kids anymore. And I might get hot flashes. Right. And and the thing is, is there's so much more about it. And then there are things your body goes through in the time preparing and around menopause, which is perimenopause, which I'm sure Dr. Lakeisha will say something super eloquent. And one of the reasons I have Dr. Lakeisha on here is that we'll be talking about some really great things and some secrets and things that all those things that you should have been told, but they didn't tell you about these things. And we'll also talk about, she's also is in this mission of kind of balancing being such a business owner, having a practice, living her purpose, but also taking care of herself and her family. So we'll also be getting to that too. But the first thing I want to start with is what inspired you to become an OBGYN in the first place? Oh, wow. That story starts when I was around 12 years old. So I remember my mother at the time was doing some volunteer work with a community center um, where they were working with you know women that were pregnant, that were about to have babies, about to become mothers. And I remember her bringing home this VHS, you know, the, the video where you put it in the VHS, you know what I mean? And it was called The Miracle of Life. And I remember sitting there watching this going, this is the coolest thing ever. Like, really, you can like be there and help somebody to have a baby. And it's really, really cool. And I just remember saying to my parents, hey, I want to be a doctor and I want to be a doctor that delivers babies. And I come from a home of educators. And so they were just like, OK, we don't know how to be a doctor. We don't know anything about being a doctor. You need to find yourself around a doctor. And so from the age of 13 till I graduated and went to medical school, I worked at Dr. Hicks office in Huntsville, Alabama. And I learned every aspect of the office. I started filing papers, then I started answering phones, then I started following him into the rooms. He would let me go on rounds with him by the time I was in med uh, by the time I was in college. And so I was just like, yes, this is what I want to do. And I went off to Loma Linda University in my junior years when I got accepted because I got into their early selection program. Wow. Again, still was just like, this is what I want to do. And, you know, checking off all these little check boxes. Yeah. OK. Doing this, doing that. And then um, get re getting reacquainted with my husband, who we were actually in biochemistry class together. Y'all, I moved my seat to sit next to him, but I couldn't get a date. So I was like, let me move back up to the front of the class so that I can get my A. I was like, let me just do that. Um, but, you know, we got reacquainted. We get married after I finished medical school, start checking off the boxes again, you know, have our first kid. And then life slammed me to the ground. So it was around, it, not around, it was actually April 2nd, 2009, when I lost my father. And that started this 
free fall is what I call it, where literally the floor was just ripped from underneath me. And I started this free fall and my body started doing some weird things too. I was exhausted. I didn't want to have sex with my husband and I kind of like him, you know, he's kind of cute, right? <laughs> and I was starting to gain weight. I just, I didn't want to talk to my patients anymore. Like my pager would go off Dr. Erica and I'd be like, what do you want? Like, Seriously, what do you want with my life? And that was not me. And I remember starting to think about, you know, how my mother would talk about certain things, how, oh, as you get older, your bodies change, you know, or even talking about just how within marriages things change. But there was something different about this. And so I remember getting some labs done and looking at my labs going, oh, no wonder I feel like I'm walking sideways and like about to fall over because my hormones were so out of balance. And as I started this journey of healing through therapy and realizing that I wanted to be able to talk to women and help them understand what's going on with their body when stress hits them or as they're getting older and how their bodies change, I realized I could give my genius, so to speak, to the world in a different way. And that's when I went into the world of integrative gynecology, started helping women with hormone balancing and helping them to understand what's going on in this time in their life. Because a lot of times they're kind of put off to pasture you know, it's like you're not having babies, so we don't need to see you as much. But it's so interesting that when we need to be seen more, we're actually seen less and we need to be given our voices back so that we have control and know what's going on. And, and now that we have the wisdom of our years, we just need our bodies to cooperate so that we can leave these legacies that we know we're here to leave. Well, I love all of that. I, I wish you didn't have to go through some of it. <laughs> I love the fact that you took care of my next question or so. So I didn't even have to ask him. I was like, Dr. Lakeisha got it. But I, you know, I love the fact that you are so willing to be so transparent about your personal journey. And I think it highlights one of the issues of the fact that a lot of times we don't really understand our bodies because as women, we aren't really taught about our bodies. Mm -hmm. You know, mo most of us, the things we know were either in health class. I actually got my parents found a time life human reproduction encyclopedia set. Yes, yes, yes. So I hear these stories like, or um, The Joy of Sex was one of the other books that kind of started floating around. I remember when my mother was pregnant with my brother. So we're seven years apart. And that's kind of when I got kind of this, the talk, you know, the, the 1.0 version, you know, so oh, when a man and a woman love each other and then the egg and the oak. So I had a very scientific talk because my dad was a biology major. So he was like the sperm and the egg come together, make ovum. And, and I was like, oh, okay. So I'm going to have a baby brother, a baby sister, right? <laughs> and and you're right. We, we have sometimes these very sterile conversations where it's the facts and, and then the facts aren't, they don't really have a lot of meat on them. And so we're left to kind of fend for ourselves to fill in the gaps, to actually put the leaves on the tree and really make this beautiful picture that we can then make our own, own it and, and know how we're going to now, you know, present it to the world. So since we, we went there, what I'd like to ask you next is, since we keep talking about the fact that most people aren't really taught what's happening, 
and menopause, let alone perimenopause. Can you share with our viewers and listeners, what are some general things that, or things people just don't know to look for that may actually be perimenopause? That's a great question, Dr. Erica, because when I start going down the symptoms with my patients, they're just like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Like, really? That, oh wow. So what I like to do is take a step back and and help you understand that what can happen in our early 40s, sometimes in our late 30s even, because of what may be going on, stressors or just how you know life is, we actually start losing some of our hormones. The big one is testosterone starts dropping off. And I call that the domino. That's when the first domino drops, testosterone starts falling, and we start having symptoms of what is known in some circles as testosterone deficiency syndrome. And that can show up as brain fog. It can show up as irritability. It can show up as decreased motivation, of course, decreased sex drive or loss of libido or just, you know, not feeling like yourself, low, low, low energy, or even I call it the muffin top where all of a sudden you start having weight gain in places. You're like, wait a minute. I never had a tummy. I never had this. What's going on? And so that's where it can start. And that can start all these different symptoms, even in, um, interruption of sleep, because testosterone does play a role in our neurotransmitters, along with progesterone. Progesterone can start dropping and not go as high as it used to, or even start leaving the scene before it should, like, you know, instead of hanging around like it used to hang around. And that can interrupt our temperature control at night. And that can interrupt how we get to sleep. And so these symptoms, unfortunately, Dr. Erica, can last for like 10 years before you actually go into full blown menopause. I know. Yes, 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 yes. And so the definition of menopause, the textbook definition of menopause is 12 consistent months without a period. So 12 consecutive months. If you go nine months and have a period, you got to start the clock over. If you go 10 months and have a period, you have to start the clock over. If you go 11 months and have a period, you have to start the clock over because there is significance to postmenopausal bleeding outside of the face of any hormone therapy. We have to make sure that you don't have uterine cancer. That's just point blank. We need to make sure of that. So textbook is that particular time. You don't have to have hot flashes. You don't have to have night sweats. You don't have to have vaginal dryness to say you are in menopause. Not everybody gets those symptoms, but the majority of women will have some type of variation, combination, or all three. So that's where I like to start helping women understand that you're not crazy. There are physiological changes that you're going through that present in certain ways. So for instance, you know, your partner's hand, that touch just doesn't feel the same anymore. Well, because your estrogens are probably doing something funky. And so your skin conditioning is not the same. So that touch feels rough. It doesn't feel the same. Sex doesn't feel the same because if your estrogens are starting to decrease, you have this vaginal dryness. The vaginal mucosa is not the same. And this is where opening up this conversation with your partner is paramount so that you they know what's going on and it's not just you just being you just being funky like well what's the problem 
So there, this is where we need to start having these conversations with the relationships that we have that are in the home, at work, because it could show up as now I can't get as much sleep. I don't get the restorative sleep. So now I'm late to work or I need some extra help because these reports look like Greek now because of the brain fog. And this is, these are some of the conversations that I start telling people to have. Well, that's really helpful. And um, I guess this is the unveiling of the blinds of that I, I knew there are some kind of mental health considerations that come up in the middle of this time. But I think one of the things you said is extremely huge, which is the fact that if people are specifically looking for no period night sweats and hot flashes, then they're, they're just left out in the dark, totally confused when all these other things are happening while they're still having periods. Yes. Yes. You are then they're kind of like, well, I don't know what, going on because I'm, I'm having a period, but something just doesn't feel quite right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what my patients come in. They're just like, I don't know what's wrong. Like they know their body. They know something is wrong, but what? And they've gone to their doctors, they've gone to their GYN, they've gone to their primary care, and they don't even sometimes have the words to articulate their chief complaint, right? Because that's what we're looking for. We were taught to think in certain ways, what is your chief complaint? What is the problem? And they're just like, I just don't feel good. I don't feel right. I can't put that on paper and I can't put an objective to that. And then I can't put an assessment and plan to this. You know, So I need you to talk in ways that I can document correctly and come up with an assessment and plan for you. And this is where the conversations have to change because giving women the verbiage can help them to be able to have a voice that is heard by their physicians now. So when you go in and say, I have brain fog or I just don't feel as sharp as I used to be. You can really come in and say, you know, I I actually, you know, am my words. I can't really grab my words. And and that was happening to me if I can be transparent. It's like I can see it in my head, but it just wouldn't come all the way out. And when I got my hormones balanced, I was like, "Oh, there they are again. Oh my gosh. Okay, there they go." Um, you know, coming in and saying, I can't get to sleep and I can't stay asleep. These things that are specific are saying, I wake up and I still feel tired. I don't feel rested. So these are some of the things that you can say, some of the verbiage that you can have so that your doctor can start helping you to kind of sift those out and, and get and get you some some good plan in place. Well, I really appreciate that because I think people do need the language to be able to talk about what's going on with them and also to know to see someone. Because the other thing is, if you're not quite sure what's going on and you just feel like I'm just a little off, you may just sit around in the house or go to work feeling off because you don't know it's necessarily something to see the doctor for. So I think it's helpful to have this language. And it's one of the reasons also why it's important for people to get seen by trained licensed professionals, because since I'm also a medical doctor, Dr. Lakeisha is a medical doctor, that I can still have these things on my radar because as you see, some of the things she's noting has some crossover with some other mental health diagnoses or issues. And that if you're not aware of those things, you may not necessarily be thinking that may be something going on. 
And then also you want to have some considerations for a lot of us, some of the people we have, they're having things going on, but they may not know to tell you. So like I have to commonly, I specifically ask my patients about, you know, how's your sex drive? Are you intimate with your partner? Are you comfortable? You know, do you all even sleep in the same bed to get to an idea of what's going on? Because one of the things that happens so much is, even with depression or anxiety, sometimes people's libido goes down. But if you're also looking at some of these perimenopause and menopausal issues, if someone is having some changes in their libido from that, or they're having vaginal dryness, nobody wants to have sex if it hurts. Exactly. Nobody wants anything in their parts if it hurts. Exactly. And then we need to demystify it. We need to take away the shame of it so that you can have these conversations so that you can say, hey, something's not right. It's not necessarily you. I need to go and get checked or this is what we have to do now. We have to change things up because, you know, not everybody's plan is going to be the same. So your doctor may say, hey, okay, your levels are pretty okay. Maybe there's something local that you need to do. So maybe, you know, do a lubrication and, and, you know, have that conversation about, hey, this is the way things are going to just be. And, and let's just, let's, let's figure out this new us. Let's figure out what's new with, with our situation with me with us because we're constantly evolving we're constantly changing we're not the same person that we were and so if we can figure this out and then do what is best for us we can be that optimal person we can be at our best and we can then be at our best in a community we'll be back soon after word from our sponsors Welcome to Goodwin Medical Associates, where we provide customized, caring telepsychiatry that is delivered with compassion by a Harvard-trained, double-board-certified psychiatrist. Don't you know that everyone, including you, deserves great mental health? Visit www.goodwintelepsych.com for more information and to book your free consultation. And we're back. I totally love our sponsors. We couldn't do this podcast without them. Now, I I do want to ask, since, you know, you're the queen of transparency, what are some things you've been doing to manage taking care of yourself, taking care of your family? Because as you heard, she's married with, with some kiddos, running a business, being a doctor. How do you balance all of the things? Ooh, Dr. Erica, there are some days I do not even feel like I just, I don't even feel like I'm doing all the things, right? So there are some days, and those are the days I've had to learn to give myself grace. So for example, like the other day, um, actually it was just Monday. So you all know daylight savings time has happened. And last week, I don't know, we were doing pretty okay. But yesterday, it there was just something that hit me and the kids. And, you know, the kids are home, they're doing their distance learning, and I just, I just start, I just like let out this kind of like, and they looked at me, they were like, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm tired of quarantine. I'm tired of the pandemic. I'm just tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. And they just started laughing because they were able to say, you know what? Yeah, this sucks. Like this is bad. And I think in the past I would have still felt like 
I'm the mother and I need to put on the brave front and I, and guys, we can do this. We can get through this and all the, you know, positive energy and positive affirmative talks and, you know, affirmations and we're going to do this. And no, there are days where it just sucks. It just sucks. And you have to give yourself grace. So learning to do that, learning to listen to my body. So changing even the way that I've exercised, I have now started embracing yoga and I have a different a certain program that I do. I love it. When it was cold, I was doing not as much of it in the house because that's just not what I wanted to do. It's now sun outside. I went outside today. I was like, yes, I'm back. So learning how to change and to shift and pivot and learn what works for your body, um, being able to ask for help. So this goes into, y'all, as Dr. Eric has already said, I'm, I'm Miss Queen of Transparency. This has gone into my realm of when I, I'm dealing with my therapist and actually uncovering certain things that I need to work on as a human. And I didn't realize that asking for help in my mind had a, a was synonymous with saying I had failed. And it was like, no, 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 it's not. You just need, you need some extra hands. You need some other people on deck. So learning how to ask for help and ask for help in all things. I mean, something as simple as saying, hey guys, I just need some consistent help with the trash on Tuesdays and Fridays. Simple as that. And it wasn't a big deal. It didn't become a big thing. And it helped and it works like, oh, OK, you needed that help. No problem. You know, so asking for help and then learning how to delegate is another big thing. So having having the right people on your healthcare team, as I just said, I have a therapist and I had to do what I call. I was like, hey, it's time for a tune up. We are in the thick of this. This is this is quarantine pandemic. I need a tune up. So recognizing when you need to take certain people out of your, you know, your toolbox, your toolkit and start saying, OK, I need to incorporate certain things and I need to make sure that I'm doing OK, that my oxygen mask is on first before I go and help anybody else, because I won't be any good if I'm passed out. Well, that is excellent. You gave all the nuggets because I, I hear giving yourself grace. But I think the first thing is not to have the expectation that we're going to be perfect, that even even people that look like they have it all the way together, there's sometimes they don't have it together. This view that you're doing something wrong if you don't have it together all the time is just false. And then self-awareness, being adaptable, asking for help and, and having realistic expectations for yourself. Now, we'll have to do my speed round questions quick. We'll get to them because I love these speed round questions. You ready? Okay. First one. What is the best lesson you have learned from your mom? Oh my goodness. Always lean on the Lord. My mother is such a godly person and a wonderful, wonderful Christian. And, you know, she never lets me free. She's like, you know, just lean on him, you know, just, and that's where I, I gain my strength from knowing that I, I don't have to look for inside of myself for everything. Oh, I love that. I mean, who doesn't want to lean on the Lord or lean, lean on somebody? Hello, hello. Uh, the next one is, what, what's one piece of advice you would tell your younger self? You have a voice in this world and you deserve to be heard. Don't shrink. Uh, we, we, we've all been shrinking way too much. Well, we're not shrinking now, but we were. No more, no more, no more. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, what's a favorite gift to yourself? Ooh. I, I love my favorite gift to myself going to get my hair done. I'm down with that. Yes, going yeah. and having that time. And because my stylist is a friend and, you know, I'm able to just go and like you said, just be myself and get my cup full. So I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. On a day off. So imagine it's a day off, like a real day off. I know this feels hypothetical. It's really hypothetical. What are you looking forward to doing? Working out, actually, you know, like really, truly, like maybe hiking. I love hiking. So working out in the form of hiking. I used to have a, a group of ladies that we would go hiking and it was beautiful. Just, I mean, out there and in nature and, and the quiet of it. Cause we go like early in the mornings too. Okay. So I, I love, yeah, I would love to go back and, and start hiking again. And I want to piggyback. There was a question about how do you motivate yourself to get up and exercise and do yoga when you feel tired all the time? What I would say to that is one thing is uh, one of my one of my coaches told me this is like you set the bar low. A lot of times we're tired and we have this idea we're going to do this epic exercise and you start with something that's five to 15 minutes so that it's not this huge thing. And then the other thing is to schedule it on your calendar. Yes. Take it to another level. Tell somebody about it. So that you have built in accountability, but you already have some accountability when you put it in your calendar. Because I know I feel bad if stuff's in my calendar and I don't. You don't do it. Yes, I second that, Doctor. So getting back on my yoga, my yoga trap, my yoga train, so to speak, is saying I'm doing that. It's 15 minutes. It's a 15 minute little, and I also listen to my body. So if it's saying, "Hey, I don't want to push that hard." maybe do some just stretching or just something that, like you said, is not like all the way up here where we're doing 45 minutes to an hour and we're doing the treadmill on the 12 or no, just, you know what? I got moving today. All right. We're almost done with speed round. What's one thing that you do when someone either disrespects you or underestimates you? Probably not the best thing, but I get very quiet and I I limit my interactions with them. <laughs> well, you know, the good thing is, is that's why I love this question because it brings up so much, but it sounds also like you are setting a boundary. Ye yes, because I see that I'm not going to waste my resources where they're not utilized or appreciated. So then I just go, oh, okay, well, that's not where I need to be. And if we have to have some interaction, I'll be cordial to you, but I don't necessarily need to be buddy, buddy. Fool me once, fool me twice. <laughs> All right, the last one is what is your superpower? I know what I would say, but I'm curious to hear what you would say. It is something I have to learn. I have learned to embrace. My superpower is my ADHD brain because it's so creative. And I have learned that one of my gifts is taking very complex type of concepts and breaking them down so easy for people to understand. So that's why I would say that's my superpower. I love it. I love it. I mean, and, and if I had to say a superpower for you, it's you just have this talent for, for making any bit of information easy to digest. Like 
you can make all these biochemicals sound like regular stuff. Sound just like it's like I just told you about a a total hormone pathway, but it sounded as simple as making a salad. I'm just so happy to have you. I know it's time for us to wind up and set the people free. Um, Do you have any a final thought to leave the audience with? Oh, I would say, you know, like like we've already talked about, give yourself grace. You know, if you find that you feel like you're pushing yourself too hard, that like the you know, person talked about just being tired all the time, say, okay, I'm tired, but figure out what's going on. Don't just leave it at that, but pursue getting help because, you know, there's something about, oh, I'm tired. And then there's this like bone wrenching fatigue and that can impact your entire life and you and and really be impactful and interruptive so give yourself grace but seek out who needs to be on your healthcare team that is great and especially because right now sometimes it's like fatigue is covid until proven otherwise you <laughs> <laughs> real tired with your last COVID test. Right. <laughs> so so where can the people find Dr. Lakeisha? Oh, you can find me on all social media platforms at Dr. Lakeisha MD. That's D-R-L-A-K-E-I-S-C-H-A-M-D. And I have a freebie for your, your community, Dr. Erica. So if you're not quite sure if what you're going through is that perimenopause, menopause, that oh, I'm not sure, go to hormonequiz.co. Yes, it's .co and grab your free hormone quiz. Um, I think I, I'm going to try it. I feel like I need to try this hormone quiz. I've been hearing about this hormone quiz forever. I feel like I need to just try it. So thank you all so much for coming. It is always such a treat to have Dr. Lakeisha with me. It, it just always makes my day and makes my week. And I'll probably still be grinning about this next week after being able to bring her on to share so much great information with my peeps. Um, If I had to say one last thing is, is that if you have a question and feel like your body is just not acting right, or you feel like this should be your body, but it feels like this isn't your body, then, then there's nothing wrong with getting checked out by somebody. You know, it's like, if it sounds like some things that Dr. Lakeisha is talking about, you can see her. If you feel like it's a situation where you just don't feel like yourself and you're tired all the time, you just feel kind of blah and have the blahs, you're welcome also to see a psychiatrist, someone like me. And, you know, the good thing is all of us kind of work together to make sure people kind of end up in the right bucket. But at the end of the day, you were created to have a wonderful life. I do not believe that anybody was created specifically to live on the struggle bus perpetually. So go ahead and claim your life, get your help so that you can do all the things the way you want to do them. I I just think people really, really deserve it. You know, one of the things I always say is that, you know, I, I'm very passionate about people being able to be better so they could do better and ultimately live better and being able to, when you become aware of your body or your thoughts or your emotions to take that next step to get some help with it, I think is huge in getting you to that better life. I want to first say thank you for choosing to spend your time with us. I know you could be spending your time doing almost anything and you still chose us. 
for a little quality time. So I appreciate it. My love language is quality time. So it really means a lot that Dr. Lakeisha and all of you decided to spend time with me. Thanks for listening. Find us on social media at Dr. Erica at D-O-C-T-O-R-E-R-I-C-K-A and online at betterthepodcast.com. Follow her to get practical strategies to deal with feelings of frustration and overwhelm so you can be a thriving star in your own life story. If you like what you heard, tap on that subscribe button and also leave a review. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, be better, do better, live better.